You're listening to an amazing podcast from an amazing podcast company. Hello, Mob Associates. Johnny Ciccatelli here, Jimmy Naples, Steel Valley Syndicate coming to you. You know, we're here to talk about uh, what's been happening on the website or on our, on our Facebook group, um, some things we got going on. First off, uh, Jim, you know, how you doing? Doing great. How about yourself? Too bad, not too bad. Excited, we're growing. We're up to uh, twenty thousand people. Yeah, just about. We're almost there. Well, wow, nineteen, pretty... nineteen, nine. We'll be at twenty probably by the end of the day. Yeah, it's twenty thousand uh, mob associates, man. Youngstown, keep it going, guys. Share the group with uh, with your friends, your family, and you know, hopefully we can regrow. Our goal we talked about in the last time was, uh, you know, have more people than we actually have in Youngstown. Um, you know. Back in Youngstown's heyday, gosh, it was uh, over 100,000 people and just in the city alone, long time ago. Yeah, I think our max was, I want to say, around 165,000 people. Yeah, now we're down to, I think, under 60, right? Yeah, about, so. fif- about 55, I think. Now, if you're in the Mahoning Valley, you know, we, we consider it all Youngstown, don't we? It's all, yeah, all, it's it's, all, it's all Youngstown. It's all relative, you it, know. There's a ton of folks in the Youngstown, Re- Warren Regional Area. Um, so where, you know, give us a, a comment below. Tell us where you're coming from. Um, we're today coming to you from uh, downtown Youngstown, downtown Crime Town, And uh, we're in the amazing podcast studio. So you'll be seeing a lot more of us from here. Also, uh, if you saw a video I did with uh, Joe Danny on the group, on the page, um, we'll be out of the, the Youngstown studios, also in downtown Youngstown. So Yeah, well, we get a big group of us, huh? Yeah, yeah. So it'll be exciting gonna be awesome. gonna be fun to do some stuff but uh real quick just want to give you guys an update uh crooked city the podcast i helped produce um episode five premiered this week uh it's called david and goliath it is all about jim trafficant versus the federal government in his in his first case um, when he was the sheriff so he defended himself uh that's where the title david goliath comes from um if you don't know what happened in that trial, you know, it's pretty, pretty in, insane, actually. Um, you know, like, he defended himself, uh, took on the feds, took on uh, the government, and he, you know, pro se, which is without a lawyer, um, just shows how smart he was, how he was able to uh, even manipulate the, the legal system, the, the judicial system, I should say, um, in his favor. And you'll hear from, you know, people on the opposing side, uh, the, the FBI agent, uh, Bob Croner, you'll hear from him in that episode. You'll hear from uh, a juror, one of the main jurors, Don Mumford. Uh, great insight. He'll actually tell you what the jury was thinking. Uh, you'll also hear from retired newscaster, uh, uh, or reporter, I should say, from WYTV, Denny Brand, we, we tracked down Denny, and we found him, I think he's in Kentucky. Denny, if you're watching, how you doing? Uh, thank you for being a part of that, that was great. Denny was the guy who was assigned to Jim Trafficant, and you'll hear early on in the episode how, how he got that position. Uh, it's pretty remarkable, and he gives some great insight, great knowledge on the trial, but episode five is all about that trial, and uh, I don't wanna spoil anything, it's, it's just unbelievable. If you guys get a chance, check it out. And uh, also, please leave us a review. If you like the show, if you like Crooked City, on Apple Podcasts, 
or any anywhere else you get your podcast, give it a like, give it a review, and um, you know it really helps people find the show. So that's all for Crooked City, guys. I'll, I'll, I'll let you guys know next week. Um, we get into more of the mobsters. You'll hear from Angelo Leonardo. You'll hear from some of the younger guys here in Youngstown that that uh, that came up through the ranks. But that's all next week. Uh, but for now, check out episode five, David and Goliath. So one more thing on that. Make sure you guys go out and give a review for this podcast. We've had some jokers going out there and giving one-star reviews, uh, you know, and that's, look, it's history, man, and this is our history. This is Youngstown's history. Uh, whether you like it or you don't, it's part of our fabric of how we grew up and the things that go on. So, you know, please go out and give a give a review for that podcast. Uh, they did an excellent job putting that together. Johnny, you guys did a great job. Thank you, man. Um, and it, it. it just it pumps me up for what we got going on, you know? Yeah. Uh, and, and if you guys are in the Youngstown Mob group on Facebook, uh, you're, the, you're the prime audience for this. You guys are aware of the history here. Um, we're just kind of shining the spotlight on it. And we talked to as many people as we could, and uh, we, we told the story as best we could. And uh, we're really proud of it. So, you know, and like Jim was saying, we got some other things we're working on as well. More history to bring you guys. Um, you know, working with uh, Rick Perello, Vince Guerreri on a show called The Vice Squad that'll be coming out later this fall. Um, all kinds of stuff working on true crime, uh, Mah Mahoney Valley based. So, yeah. And I know I promised you guys t shirts. We're still working on it. Got some legal things we got to tie up on those before we put those out. Uh, you know, we don't want anybody trying to be copycatting. I'm, so, but, I'm excited for those. Yeah, I am too. I mean, some really cool stuff. Yeah, it should be pretty cool. Yeah. So, uh, If you're watching this on, on YouTube, please find our group on Facebook. It's called Youngstown Mob. You'll see we're up to 20,000 people, as we said. Uh, join the conversation. You know, you can always post in the, in the YouTube comments below, but why not, uh, why not join the conversation on Facebook with even more people? So, um, you know, we hope you like and subscribe to this YouTube channel, but we also hope that you uh, join the group, the Facebook group, Youngstown Mob. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about that a little bit. So uh, one thing I want to talk about is, so we had, uh, we had a post about Leo Conley on there, taken out of the Vindicator, posted on there. Yeah, there was, uh, I believe, Don Corbett, who's, if you guys are a member of the group, you'll see Don is a wealth of information, retired uh, police officer from Austintown. Um, he, he posts a ton. He posts daily. He posts, uh, newspaper articles, lots of, lots of, you know, reprinted articles. Um, he's a private investigator as well right now. Yeah. But he, Don posted some stuff and, you know, got some feedback on there. Got, I saw some, yeah. uh, some comments. Yep. He did. Uh, but look, you know, I've known Leo Connolly for quite a bit now, uh, I've had I have relatives that have known him for a long time. Leo's a great guy. He's done amazing work, you know, uh, with with the Purple Hearts and being a vet and everything. And by no means was the posting of that article meant to take away from anything that Leo's done. Okay, sure. it's it's just it's a historical fact. It's a public record, um, it, and it's part of the history. And you know, Leo has shown that you can be involved with things like this and turn your life around. And Leo's a great example of that. It's true. Um, so, you know, I, I tried to reach out to a few of those people in a kind way and just let them know, you know, this is historical. We're not here to tear anybody down. We're not here to vilify anybody. We're not here to, 
you know, hurt anybody's feelings or anything like that. We're here to represent, bring out historical facts. If something is posted on there and it's not accurate, please, by all means, if you have the research to prove, to back yourself up and you could say, no, this is what it is, here's my proof, by all means, please post it because we want everything to be as factual as possible. Yeah. Uh, I just want to, you know, back that up a little bit too. Uh, you know, I met Leo before, had, had lunch with Leo. Leo's a great guy, as, as you mentioned. Uh, Leo's mentioned in the Crooked City podcast. Uh, I believe Mark Bacho tells a story um, where Leo meet, you know, uh, I don't want to ruin anything. I'll, I'll, I won't give any spoilers away. But uh, in a future episode of Crooked City, uh, uh, Mark does kind of uh, relate a story uh, regarding Leo. And, and you guys, I think everybody will really enjoy that episode as well. Definitely. But, uh, yeah, you know, same thing. When, when I met with Leo, he was up front. He was honest with me. Leo was actually in, a, in my documentary uh, from 10 years ago. He was... Uh, in, in Youngstown, still standing, had nothing to do with the mob. What Leo was talking about, Leo was talking about the, you know, the remembering the past of Youngstown, the, the glory years of Youngstown. So, right. it's like you said, you can be, you know, some of these guys were a part of uh, of the life, and moved on and 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 became other contributing members of so- of society. Yeah. Leo's a great example. Leo is, uh, you know, I, I believe he was just on WKBN art or, or a story. For his work with the Purple Hearts, right. So yeah, you know, listen, we got nothing against everybody. If it's if there's any, like you said, misinformation being posted, let us know, guys. That's what we're that's what we're looking for. We're not going to take down you know posts just because one person doesn't like it. If it's true, you know, and somebody else posted it, that wouldn't be fair to that person that posted it. Right. Uh, if it's about somebody and they have an issue. And they want to reach out to us directly, then we'll we'll discuss that, right. of course. Now, if it was malicious or something like that, or intended to try to, yeah. you know, hurt that person, then that's a different story. We take that kind of stuff down because we're not here to start fights and to, you know. Speaking of which, yeah, guys, keep it civil, please. Keep oh, it civil boy. in the comments. Uh, there was a post. You know, I don't even want to get into it right now, but I'll just say. Family members squabbling between each other and, and strangers, other people jumping in and, and, and just kind of name calling and, st- you know, stupid stuff. Yeah. We're all adults here, right? Be an adult. You want to be in this group, be respectful. Be civil. Uh, debate. Don't demean. That's, that's you know, that one of our rules. So uh, keep it civil, guys, for real. This is, this is meant to, you know, look back at our history in Youngstown, to examine it, to study it. Um, we're not here to, you know, start Facebook beefs. Yeah. You know, that's the, that's the least. That's we're not babysitters, guys. We're 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 historians. So, you know, keep it civil. If you want to stay in the group, be cool. So let's let's jump into this into this here real quick. So, I just pulled up our Youngstown mob group. We have uh, Michael Zarella posted a uh, old newspaper article talking about. We'll call this our post of the of the week, by the way. John Dillinger. Uh, for those of you that haven't seen it, basically here's what it says. Uh, it says, two men who said they believed John Dillinger, escaped killer, was in Youngstown last night, looked at pictures of the outlaw today and then declared that they were certain that the man that they suspected was Dillinger. The men, a night clerk and a resident at the Empire Hotel, said a man who came into the hotel at 11 o'clock last night acted in a suspicious manner. They described him as being a dead ringer for the gunman's pictures. They said he had a new mustache. 
and then it goes on to say in here, Dillinger was charged with holding up a bank in Farrell, PA, near here last summer, and at that time it was said he had lived in he had lived for several weeks at Maysbury, Ohio, on the Ohio-Pennsylvania border. So there's no date on that uh, that article, but that would have been early 1930s, right? Right. So you know somewhere between 32 and 34, I would imagine. Yeah, if I if I believe correctly, I don't know if somebody let's see. Uh, yeah, somebody put in here that uh, it was probably around 33. Yeah, right around there. Uh, Gary Conti um, yeah. posted in there that he believes it was 33. So if you guys don't know, that was right at the time. They call that the Midwest crime wave. You had guys like uh, Pretty Boy Floyd, Alvin Creepy Carpus, you know, the Ma Barker gang, John Dillinger. Kind of this this, this wave across the Midwest of, um, uh, of criminals kind of becoming the – taking it to the next level. Yeah. Uh, this is before – um, the FBI even was even, you know, a thing. So the FBI was formed to stop people like Dillinger, people like this. Uh, and, and, you know, it's not surprising that, that Dillinger would have ties to Youngstown there. Right. And so. as a matter of fact, so we talked before, Youngstown, known as Crime Town, right, also had the moniker Little Chicago. If I believe correctly, the Little Chicago term actually came before the Crime Town. I believe that was the, the term for back in the 30s and 40s was Little Chicago, because like you said, you had people like Pretty Boy Floyd and Dillinger coming into Youngstown. Yeah. Um, and I was looking through some of these quotes in here, and, and you know some of the things that people would put in here, and if I'm not mistaken, I think Youngstown was kind of like that hub, because like you say, in between Cleveland, Pittsburgh, it was, yeah. if you're coming from New York and, you, and you're going out west, it's a logical stop in between, even if you were going to Chicago, it's a logical stop. You would stop here before you would go to Cleveland because Youngstown was a little bit smaller than Cleveland. So it was probably, you know, and it had a lot of rural area around it. So there's a lot more places to hide rurally, yep. you know, right on the outside of, of, of the city. So it uh, makes a lot of sense there with that. You know, when when Pretty Boy Floyd was uh, was shot and killed by FBI agent Melvin Purvis, uh he was on his way to Youngstown. This was he was going to East, East Liverpool, yep. and he had friends in Youngstown that he was trying to get to when he was killed. So there's another another connection there. Um, you know, this is right around the time you have to you have to keep in mind the Warner brothers were from Youngstown, and the Warner brothers, uh, Jack Warner wrote in his autobiography that he was you know part of a street gang as a kid in Youngstown, uh, but he grew up kind of knowing the streets and. It's no surprise then that the Warner Brothers are the, are the, the studio that, that really invented the gangster genre, or at least became known for the gangster genre. Um, they had created uh, uh, several movies at that time. You know, James Cagney was um, Public Enemy number one. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the, or the Public Enemy, I should say. And even before that, uh, Edward G. Robinson. Um, you know, is Little Rico or Little Caesar? I'm sorry, yeah, Little, Little Caesar. Caesar. Uh, that that movie was based on a book, and the book was about a guy from Youngstown who goes to Chicago and becomes a, a big you know boss. Yeah, that was uh, that was the original book. So the Warner Brothers saw that book. Obviously, they liked the story. They bought the rights to that book. It became Little Caesar. That was kind of the first really big one that they did, 
and uh, and then it became you know Public Enemy. So all these these movies were coming out in the early 30s, 32, 33, 34. Uh, you got to figure, you know, these young guys across the country saw these movies, and this was a time when the Great Depression was had been going on for a while. People were fed up with uh, with what was going on in the country. They were kind of taking the law into their own hands, and they started going out and robbing people. Now, it's no surprise that around the same time, there was a guy from Youngstown, actually, who was doing this as well. A lot, a lot of stick-ups, a lot of robberies. Uh, I think you might know him, James. Uh, who, who am I talking about? Yeah, you're talking about uh, my Uncle Sandy. Sandy Naples. Yeah. So, you know, Sandy ends up getting uh, caught across state lines in Pennsylvania for a robbery in, uh, in, in 33 or 34. It was, I know he, it was the, so the robbery happened in 33. And then he goes to prison in 34. Yeah, so basically what happened was Sandy and a few guys went over to Butler, Pennsylvania to rob a guy that had supposedly just hit the number on the bug. And he supposedly had a bunch of money. They went to rob this guy. Only got out of there with $2.13, I believe is what it was, something like that. Uh, but they tortured the hell out of this guy, burned his bottom of his feet and stuff, and just you know just tortured him. And the only the only two people that um, this guy was able to identify, of course, was Sandy and another gentleman. I I don't remember his name offhand, but I, I'd have to look that up and find out. But uh, Sandy Sandy did not rat on his friends, and because of that, he ended up taking a, a big fall. He went away for ten years. Yeah, he uh, and looking back at his documents that. Don Corbett provided to me, uh, bringing that name up again, Don and his, his wonderful research. Uh, he actually found me the his prison records. Uh, so Sandy was in prison until 1944. Four, ten years. He was in for ten years. He got out, got in trouble again, and they sent him back for another two years. Yeah. So he didn't actually get out until almost like, it was like 1948 or 49 when he actually got out. Like free, free, yeah, free, free, yeah. yeah. Now, uh, you know, we'll we'll go into a lot more of that stuff with the Vice Squad, so you know, stay tuned for all that to come. But that's just kind of the thing that you know, one cool post, somebody will post something, and, and it it can, you know, lead to another thing, and lead to another thing, and spark more conversation and more history. So and you provide know, connections. Absolutely, you know, that's and that's the one thing. So when when Johnny and I kind of started down this down this journey. Um, and it, it does turn into a rabbit hole, I, I will tell you that. Uh, and sometimes you got to pull yourself back and kind of just refocus. But when we started on this, we were like, let's put the connections together. Nobody's put the connections together, okay? And it was like somebody had said in, in, in one of those posts where they were arguing, I believe it was over, over the Dinzio brothers, right? One guy asked, who did you know, who were they affiliate, Cleveland, Pittsburgh? A lot of these guys that were associates that were not made members, okay, Worked for both sides. It was about making money. Okay, let's be honest. That's what it was about, and that's why you'll see even some of these made guys having relationships with both Cleveland and Pittsburgh. Uh, so, you know, it's putting those connections together that yeah. kind of give you the larger puzzle. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, in, for another example, of that is like, um, you know, Sandy Naples again and Vince De Niro. Right. Friends at one point became, you know, enemies. Yeah. Um, you know, we know Emil. Uh, you know, you, Emil has family on this group. Hi, and Melissa and everybody else in the Dinzio family. Uh, we know that, you know, from his book and from other books on the subject, he did robberies with guys, you know, like Ronnie Crabia and things like that. Right. Uh, uh, 
early on. You know, he talks in Crooked City how it was Butchie Cisterino in Cleveland who gave him the tip about Nixon's money in Laguna Nigel. Right. And then later on, you know, he, he also talks about being friendly with Lenny and, and guys from the Pittsburgh side. So, you know, that, that's just one small example. But guys definitely were friends in, in this area. They worked a lot together. So there wasn't always the, you know, this side and this side, and you had to be, you know, separated, that kind of thing. So it, when you're young, in, in Youngstown, in this area, controlled by two uh, different families, different cities, of course it's only natural. You know, guys that are from here uh, are going to be, you know, they're going to know everybody. They're going to be friends with everybody. So it's not always, were you this side or were you this side? You know, I don't think those apply all the time. Um, you know, Fats Alio is another good one like that. He was yeah. he was a guy who worked with everybody. You right. know, it was. Uh, and then you had some of these guys like you know we're going to talk about in in the Vice Squad, uh, Joe DiCarlo. He's not from either one. He's from Buffalo. He's from Buffalo, and he comes here and, and becomes associated with guys on right on every side. So yeah, definitely true. Um, keep these posts coming. Keep these. We love these historical ones. You know, the John Diller, John Dillinger one. I loved it. I love seeing that. Um, you know, there's other articles I've, I've come across like that where people have said, you know, that they've talked to Dillinger in town. Older people, obviously, this was, uh, you know, these people are probably no longer with us. This was so long ago. Uh, but keep that stuff coming, guys. You guys make the group. You guys make it uh, what it is by sharing all this stuff, you know, fascinating uh, history. Um, if you're into, you know, this kind of stuff and mob history and true crime, Come check out uh, the the Mahoning County, the Public Library of Youngstown and Mahoning County uh, this Thursday, August 18th. Um, there's a free panel and discussion. Uh, they've invited me to be a part of it. You know, very honored to be a part of that. Uh, I'll be there with Paul Gaines, um, Fred V, and uh, Bertram D'Souza. Uh, Tim Seaman's going to moderate that. He's from the library. Great guy. Uh, that's going to be, you know, a very cool event, guys. It's free. All you have to do is register. So find the link. We'll we'll post it somewhere here on the uh, on this post, and uh, check it out. So I think there's still just a few, you know, maybe two dozen or so seats left on this on, on the on the event. So you do have to register. It's free. Uh, afterwards, there's a Q and A. You can ask anybody anything, and uh, it'll be very cool. So come check that out, guys. Come see me there. Uh, you know, say hi. After the event, um, we'd love to meet you. So tell me you're, tell me you're part of the group and, uh, you know, what you think of Crooked, Crooked City and all that cool stuff. Um, that's really all I got this week. What, what about you, James? I'm excited for that panel. I'm going to be there. I got I reserve my ticket because I uh, definitely want to hear what some of these guys have to say, whether, whether they be right or wrong. <laughs> you know, uh, that's, you know, to be determined. But uh, <laughs> so, But I will be there. Uh, so please come say hello. Uh, I love meeting people that are in the group and that are part of the group. Uh, you guys make it what it is uh, without you guys in there posting and, and commenting and starting discussions and things like that. The group wouldn't be what it is. So, yeah. you know, we're just kind of here to moderate and make sure things don't go off the rails and make sure we stay on topic. But, uh, yeah, thank you guys. I really appreciate it. Um, you know, it's always been a passion of mine, uh, you know, talking about organized crime and learning the history about it. Uh, because there's there's so many misconceptions and so many stories that get told, you know, you get stories passed down through family and, you know, family likes to embellish, you know. So kind of take that for what it is and then try to kind of peel the embellishment off and, and get down to the nitty gritty and that's what we like to do and you guys have been helping to do that. 
Um, so, like I said, I really appreciate everybody out there. Um, you know, invite your friends, invite your family. Uh, let's just keep let's just keep raising the number of members. Um, just blow it out the water. Uh, couple weeks I'm going to be on the radio. I'll let you guys know about that next week so you guys can tune into that. Uh, we're going to be talking more Youngstown Mob. Um, but hey, you know, everybody have a great week. Don't forget to listen to Crooked City Episode 5 drop today. I'm going to go home and listen to it now myself. Rate, uh, rate and review it, please. We need, we need your reviews. Yes. And uh, it really does help us reach a bigger audience, get out there, and it helps other people find the show. So please do that. Also, please subscribe to this YouTube channel. Uh, we're really trying to grow three things, so if you want to see more content like this, please subscribe to the channel and, uh, and share it with your friends. Yeah. And uh, like I said, check us out, Youngstown Mob. Don't forget our YouTube. Subscribe, like, and watch the videos. We, we, need, we need those plays on YouTube, uh, and we need, we need our subscribers to you know, move up there so we can start doing bigger and better things. All right. Everybody have a great week, and we look forward to seeing you next week. That was an amazing podcast from an amazing podcast company. To watch with video, check out our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash amazing podcast company. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to leave us a review. It goes a long way in helping other people find our amazing content. For more, visit our website at www.amazingpodco.com.